Black this week, we are talking fan fiction. Do do you know what? Looking into fan fiction was a whole world. <laughs> God, it was a nightmare. <laughs> Wasn't it? I didn't, do you know what? I honestly didn't know that fan fiction was that intense. Nor did I. Like, there's, there's actual stories. I thought it was just like passages, but there's full on stories with like the plots thicken and I never thought I'd ever be into it but I've found myself getting sucked these last 48 hours I've been sucked into the world of fan fiction and I started off I was like okay this is so weird two days later where's those two days gone literally I've been engrossed but that's engrossed. the point of fan fictions you think you're gonna sit there read one passage go to bed you're there three days later you're emotionally invested in someone that you don't even know because they're a fictional character and that's what makes fan fiction so great nope. the whole of the world <laughs> no it's I gross. love them it's, it's so weird gross. But I it's like so it. so gross. I'm not, I don't like it. So basically, for anyone who doesn't know what fan fiction is... Well, a fan fiction is a type of literature, usually written on the internet by people who admire a particular novel or a film or something like that, with characters taken from these stories. So like, you know, uh, Sherlock fan fictions or Doctor Who fan fictions, or I've even seen Obama and Biden fan fictions. <laughs> whatever, <Wow>. whatever <laughs> there is in the world, I promise, there'll probably be a fan fiction about us, guys. I can't wait to see it. Don't I throw that you- out there. Oh my... I would like no. to be the one who um, officiates the marriage between you two in our fan fiction. That would be really great. Thank you. I'm going to die first, it. aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do we do? We're all the brown character. Which one of us is going to die first? All like- together. <laughs> it's going to last five seconds and we all die at the same time. We're all oh, fucked. <laughs> do you know what, though? Like you say, fan fiction is about the characters or whatever, whatever, whatever. I can handle it when someone's doing a Star Wars fan fiction because that is a ter- that's that's essentially an alternative story and an mm. alternative um, interpretation of what would have happened. What I do have a problem with is when it's real life people. Yeah, or when it's like real life situations, people making fanfics out of like genuinely terrible things that have happened because there's fan fictions for everything there there's is fan fiction for everything and about yeah. everyone and i think yeah. there's particularly a lot in our scene yeah there's band fanfic so there's different terminology for fan fictions there's like song fix which are where songs are embedded into fan fictions there's what do you mean so uh for example the fan fiction would be a body of text but like there's song lyrics in between it so like I don't know, say if it was a Sleeping With Siren song, it would be about a girl who was 17 who meant the world to me and that would be the story. It would be based on the song. But that, yeah. So is it kind of like a bit like the the Hey Delilah trend that was on TikTok? Kind of, yeah. So it's kind of... You take a narrative and you expand it. Yeah, kind of. But they use the the particular song lyrics to to get the message forward. There's loads. There's like so many different types of fanfics, but band fanfiction, they call them band fanfics, um, are in our realm. And they're about band members in each other's bands, in different bands, getting married, having sex, going on tour, becoming all weird sexual stuff, usually. (laughs) So you did a shitload of research on this. What other types of, of fanfiction are there? So there's alternative universes, which is AUs. Like you mentioned, like, you know, what would have happened if Batman's parents didn't die? And not all of them are sexual. You know, there are just some, like, what would have happened if the third Doctor never regenerated? Uh, there's crossovers, like a DC and Marvel crossover with certain characters. Oh, from cool. S- That's cool. 
that I yeah. can get. There's, there's some that are like actually very poetic and they're just kind of trying to see what would happen if, you know, these two movies combined, like if Adventure Time and Steven Universe came together and what those interactions between characters would be like, which I think that's why people like it because they're like, I wonder what would happen if Marceline and like, I don't know, any but Steven, you know, interacted. Uh, there's also fluff. So there's different terms. There's fluff and there's smut. They're, um, so fluff is very light and fun, like fun. Fluff is, fluff is, you know, like, we held hands, we walked down the street, he looked at me, he looked at the glimmer in my eye, oh and smut his, he bent me over and fucked me raw over the sofa while we oh watched Netflix. God. That's the duality of fanfics, and that's why I love them so much, because they're so batshit. They're it's so, <laughs> so creepy. It's like, they're, they're, they, they, no. Anyway, so there's also, I, I noticed you wrote down this something called, um, glitter fic yeah so that is glam rock musicians is that like glam rock from the 80s are we talking like kiss or we talking the 70s yeah i think it must be from the 70s because it's it's kiss it's any kind of hair metal band basically so this has been going on a long time then this isn't something new well see here's the thing people now will become obsessed with things that happened years ago and write about them like there's fan fictions about like literally about Shakespeare or about like uh, Picasso about Picasso having sex with his paintings wait these are these are the people who have sex with trees and marry the Eiffel Tower and shit (laughs) and there's chandeliers yeah (laughs) Christ but wait so how long how long did it did you find at all how long this has been going on for so the actual idea of fan fictions is essentially just creating a homage to your favourite movie, play, book, stuff like that. And that term was coined in the 20th century, but it's been a thing for a while. So William Shakespeare himself, for example, um, his plays were based off previous like stories or poems. Like Romeo and Juliet is actually based on a poem right by Arthur Brooke. So Romeo you know, and Juliet is fan fiction. Romeo and Juliet is fan fiction. There's so, there's so many. I'll have to I'll have to take you guys through it. There's a lot of things you don't realise are actually fan fiction. A lot of authors who wrote fanfics before they became authors, it's crazy. I just don't get it. I like literally I it I, I don't know about you guys, but I just never went through maybe because I was I was raised in Uganda in East Africa for a lot of my childhood. I just didn't and I didn't have the exposure to media as much, but I just didn't go through that phase where I was obsessed. Yeah, you know what? I thought about this earlier and I never went through the phase of writing it down, but I felt like where I was so obsessed with like some bands, you kind of like maybe imagine scenarios in your head. Like imagine like a hormonal teenager, right? Just thinking about hot, sweaty scene band men. What did I you do to, that? I used to stare out the window and like play these scenarios in my head when I was 13. Did and my you? Yeah, my mum's like, why are you smirking? I'm like, nothing. What? Like, yeah. I did it, I did yeah. it. I was like, imagine if me and Vic Fuentes just like got married and have kids, even though he's like twice my age. Like that would be so you know, cool. You know how I started? I started with McFly, right? I used to just think about me and Dougie Pointer like having sex when I was like what? 13, staring out the window. Cause I got his guitar pick, right? This was ages, obviously ages ago. And I used to carry his guitar pick around with me and when my mum used to drive me places I used to stare out the window like oh I wonder what our children would look like and how he would declare his love for me and how he would find me <laughs> so maybe I'm I'm a bit mad as well but I just never wrote it down do you think right this is a bit of a side tangent so we're going to come back to fan fiction and we're going to read you some of the fan fictions but one of the things I always end up thinking about is do you think it's a construct built for young girls and for women 
by Hollywood as to what no in fact I'm saying that I was just about to blame it on Disney but then apparently like young girls in the crowd for the Beatles used to shove chair legs up themselves yeah stop vaginas yeah it was like a thing it just got so crazy that so I was about to blame it on Disney but actually it can't be well, maybe just if well, Disney stories, wasn't PC, though. I don't know. Maybe if yeah, if Disney wasn't so PG, if Disney had a bit of an edge, would there be like? Because you get like the weird princess fan fiction, like you get like you see all the drawings and stuff of like Snow White and Cinderella like fucking, and it's crazy. <laughs> like maybe do you think if there was a bit more of an edge to everything, then there wouldn't be a need for fan fiction? No, because I think fan fiction is always something that's been alive. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna come in with the counterpoint. When I did a lot of research, so like fans of the Beatles and Star Wars would create like fan fiction zines in the '60s and the '70s. So it's always been a thing. I think when you genuinely love something so much, especially when you're a hormonal teenager and all you want to do is like have sex and idolize people twice your age fan culture is like the perfect outlet for your teenage angst and your hormones because you get to just literally want to have babies with these random ass people you don't know and it's weird but being a teenager is weird also but is it a woman thing like are we taught to dream of having kids and getting married with someone and having them love us or do you think that's inherent in us because like young boys yeah, they wank off to pictures of whoever the hell they've got pinned up on their posters on the wall. Yeah, it's more of an emotional thing, I guess, isn't it? It's more of like yeah. you go on a journey and you want the, like, the whole lust and you want them to love you and then you go on this adventure and then you feel validated and then you live happily ever after. I've never actually thought of it like that. That's really interesting. I, I read a stat that said like fan fiction, and I might, might be making this up, um, so don't quote me, but it said um, about 90% of fan fiction is written by women about six percent was people who just put themselves as lgbtq and then it was something like four percent males so men don't really write fan fiction it's definitely a woman thing well i'm going to come in with the researcher and back that up because there aren't many studies on fan fiction but of the ones that i could find it was on fanfiction.net which is one of the earliest fan fiction websites that's been around since 1998 uh, when they studied that website and its user base that actively gave data, which was 75%, I think 90% uh, were... No, 78% were women. 78% of their user base was self-identifying women. Okay, so I'm going to read some of the fan fiction I came across. Um, <laughs> and it was an interesting journey, I'm not going to lie, but I decided to look into Blackville Brides and this goes... <gasps> this is going to be good. Deep. This is going to be so BVB good. BVB for life, baby. I'm ready. <laughs> They're fans. Do you know what? It's weird. Um, side note, Blackville Brides aren't as... Like, they get put in this kind of fangirl, girly band and it's just because he's a good-looking guy. Do you know what I mean? Andy yeah. Bursack. Um, but yeah, their fan fiction is pretty intense. Okay, so I'm going to bring it up here. I'm so ready. Like, I probably so read ready. this when I was 13. You're probably going to read me something. I'll be like, oh my God, yeah, I remember reading that when I was 13 and wishing that was me. <laughs> okay, here we go. So this this thing, right, I was expecting excerpts, like little things. I didn't expect mm. to be reading a whole short book. Like right. there's chapters right. upon chapters upon chapters. Um, it's crazy. So I just took a little insert out. And this whole thing is somebody called Lily who... 
Andy Bursack comes to her school and they're just starting out in Black Veil Brides and they're oh trying to make God. the band work. Um, and those two, they've kind of been having a thing between them. Um, but then she realises Andy isn't the good guy who she thinks he is. <gasps> and then there's a car accident. And so now <gasps> she's going into his his hospital bedroom. Oh, oh my gosh. crikey. Right. Oh, no. Come on, I'm, I'm ready for this now. Come on. She walked into the room to find him propped up in bed with a sling around his left arm. I have a visitor for you, Andy. The nurse led Lily in and pushed a chair over by the bed for her to sit next to him. Lily, you're here. Andy reached for her hand. I've been here all night, Andy, she told him. I rode in the ambulance with you last night and I've been here ever since. I'm sorry. He smiled and gave her hand a light squeeze. Oh. Oh. I'll give you two some time alone, the nurse said before oh, leaving the room. To do what? We're in a fucking hospital. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh Once she God. was gone, Lily pulled her hand away and stood up. What the fuck were you thinking? You could have died, she shouted at him. <laughs> I would rather die myself than have you die. Oh, oh God. He back. God. He shrunk oh. back against the bed. At this point, the rumours didn't matter to her anymore because there were rumours, basically, that he was a fuckboy. Oh. Right. oh! Nothing mattered. It was obvious they weren't true. She sat back down, just glad to know that he was still alive. There was a knock on the door as Ashley, Jake, Cece and Jinx walked in and surrounded the bed. I can't so, cope. I can't surrounded cope. like some bloody gang ready to... Oh, God. It's, it's like a massive gang rape. You're the right. closest to heaven that I'll ever be. Um, oh no, no, okay, go on. And oh. do you know what? I was waiting for a sex scene. There wasn't a sex scene in it. Oh. It was just a massively romantic, it was like every teenage film. And that's what made me start thinking that maybe it's indoctrinated to women because it was this, it was like this teenage film. You know how they always go like, girl meets boy, girl's not interested in boy, boy's interested to girl, girl then goes for boy, and then boy then turns out to be a bit of a douchebag, and then boy does mm-hmm. something amazing, you find out it was all a lie, and then they get together and live happily ever after, and she basically wrote that story. Oh my god. It's I intense. Like you just wait, you just wait for the sex scene. This is what I found when I was reading through <laughs> these. I'm like gagging for them, like, come on, let's talk about his dick. No, let's go. No. So apparently it's... not all of them are sex. Like no. some of them are just intense I didn't stories. know this. I didn't know this. I thought it was all sexualising like band no. members and stuff. And when I grew up, I used to read these and um, well, Did for you? me, yes. Oh my God. You don't think I was on Tumblr reading oh Pierce the Veil fanfics. I oh was there God. at Warped Tour. I was there. I've lived through Warped Tour hundred times because I read these fanfics right I'll admit it I'll go on record I was a Pierce the Veil fanfic girl for life but I tell you what the the gag is with this stuff and why people love it so much because when you're young you have the idea of love where you're like I want to be in love I want to do this I want to do that and because these are like basic bibles of love right and cheesy romance people who are 13 who don't understand love are like oh my god I want this I want him to be a fuckboy I want it to be just like a movie I want him to like run in run after me in the rain and kiss in the rain and that's oh it that's it yeah like, that's I, was like it. I can't wait for Andy Biersack to stop me in the rain I'm wearing my knee high converse he flicks his hair and we <laughs> kiss between our, our fringes our little emo fringes that was the goal for me listen um, if there are any 13 year olds right now I need you to know love is terrible farting <laughs> in front of each other <laughs> yeah love is dropping ketchup down your top when you're eating a beef burger and them not minding but also them taking a giant shit in the morning and it stinks out the house and being able to deal (laughs) with that like love isn't what people tell us it is 
Mm-mm. It's so made up. I wonder where it come from. Like, this is what gets me because we're so not prepared for what love actually is and how it's actually like being in a relationship. Like, where, where, why is it so fluffy? Why is it I portrayed feel, as such fluff all the time? I feel like it's because a lot of men write these love stories for women to kind of make us believe what they have on offer. But actually, mm. let's be honest, most men don't have that much, that yeah. much on offer. Like they don't have as much as these romantic and then it's also hard for men to live up to you know because they have yeah. to live up to these fucking stereotypes that have now become the norm but anyway I'll go over to just another quick one so this is um, a Black Veil Bride story and I'm going to read you the blurb I haven't um, I didn't read this story because I thought it would be kind of triggering and for anyone who, who's listening it could be triggering so this is Jenny believes that she's madly in love with Andy Bursack and it's only a matter of time before he falls in love with her. She goes to a Black Veil Bride show with her friend, Erica, and one day she meets Andy whilst waiting in line. She's delighted. She's invited onto the bus by her angel. Oh my God, okay. Oh, stop it now. What she gets is not what she planned. Before she can realise it, he has her for his own. But was it really rape? She was sure it was what she wanted. At least that's what Andy said. Wait, so Andy's a rapist? And then it says, disclaimer. There's a disclaimer and it says, I do not own any Andy Bursack, Jake Pitts, or Blackfell brides. What? What? Um, This is a rape fic. If you are sensitive to the topic, please do not read. You kids are getting locked up. Wait, there's rape fics. That is so. And it says, also, I'm not serious. This is meant for the horrible enjoyment of those other twisted minds out there. I do not wish rape or any other type of trauma on anyone. So there's like a bazillion disclaimers, but still, yeah. at what point, like, I feel... Oh, I'm sorry. It's so <laughs> troublesome to write that in uh, in so many ways, especially with like what's been going on with the scene, how many bands get accused yeah. of all sorts of stuff. I don't know. I just feel like it's a massive infringement I just I I was horrified I d- yeah I, I'm lost for, I'm actually lost for words I can't I can't cope with that Wait, um, oh it's mad not even shocked because I remember when those kind of stories were popular and the amount of shit people write is it's just there's there's the incest stories as well with band members who are related so yeah. I know that there's the um the Mike and Vic Fuentes ones that are always bloody weird and no yeah people just do it for their own sick enjoyment just to test the limits of like what can I write but why would you like who goes yes you know what is so romantic and so readable getting raped let's write about it like what no not jail you were going to fucking jail it's it's just not right like and and I know people have rape fantasies and stuff like that but I feel like putting up a rape fantasy with a celebrity online is a massive invasion and I feel like it I don't know I just I'm not cool with it um so that's why I'm like I I hate fan fiction but I've got one more to read quickly um uh because I know I said I'd do two but that's kind of three uh so this one is (laughs) this is a Paris one oh because Miss Linian Gunnigan I love you oh my god I love going through Lynn Gunn's comments um because and I've said this to her before because I love Lynn Gunn um and we're mates. Hate to name drop, but um, <laughs> oh, oh, beep, 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 be
it tends to be right the London guys they reach their builders and whatnot and they reach out their van and they're like alright darling show us your ass." and it's funny <laughs> how that happens to Lynn and there's all these women are like check out the ass on that that's it <laughs> oh my God. It's, like, it's hilarious but anyway this one was written and again I couldn't find any uh, sexiness too much in this one Ooh. but this this was um this one was written let me bring it up here this one is written about a woman who's or a girl should I say rather who's working in a shop and then these robbers come in to steal some CDs and whatnot as you do and for this one this girl has now been kidnapped by a group of people and someone called Lynn who's like the head (gasps) kidnapper oh my god people have a proper kidnapping kink no it's 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 proper yeah like held against your will like I kind of get it but this is weird now I didn't get to the end to find out if there was sex but it got to this it says so this is this is now this is now the kidnappee talking to Lynn she says I would say it's nice to meet you but I don't think that's appropriate for the situation I'm in right now (laughs) angrily at Lynn I was being a total bitch but they kidnapped me why would I be nice to them and then a little bit later on this is the bit that killed me um so basically they argue they argue they argue um and lynn has opened up that she's killed someone and this person's like saying to lynn just making not making fun of her just poking at her and she said you're why would i talk to you you kill people for fun and so lynn responds it's not for fun it was an accident okay i already told you multiple times that i'm sorry lynn yelled back a single tear escaped her eye but she quickly wiped it away watched as she <gasps> one singular tear irrelevant the singular, know, right? the singular tear i watched as she punched the wall in the process blood dripped down her <laughs> fist but she didn't care at all she stormed outside of the door with a with a loud and shut the door with a loud bang i'm probably not allowed to say this but lynn lost someone a while ago and she's really sorry about shooting your friend. Her brother died. In what world did that happen? Her, her brother died in a car accident a few years ago. They oh. were really close. She's still not entirely over it, Brian explained. So oh obviously, like, God. it's the whole band here who, who've kidnapped. But it's just, uh, oh, like, why are you killing Lynn's brother? I don't know if Lynn has a brother, actually. I was going to say, does she have a brother? Where, where did they that's, find this? Oh, that's so not weird. right. That's not right. No. Jesus. It's not right. Like, and oh my gosh, so Lynn is in a load of them. Um, and she gets it more so than other women from in rock because um, of her sexuality. Mm. You have to wonder though if some of it's satire because some of them seem so dramatic that you're like, how are you, how have you genuinely wrote this and thought, this is serious, this is intense, I am, oh, I'm bringing on the heat. One of the things I found was um, somebody who was commenting and she was a fan fiction writer and she was commenting on why she does it. And she was saying that because she was so engrossed and so obsessed with these band members, they become like characters. Mm. And and Frank Hierro actually said it himself because he said, I feel like creativity is important and creative writing writing is very important should be nurtured and explored but he says he's not really into fan fiction he says i feel like a lot of kids these days don't view certain people as people anymore you're just a character that they've seen on tv heard on the radio or read about in a magazine so your feelings or rights don't exist because you're not a human being because he hates it he doesn't like it 
yeah it's sad i think i think it's, it's it's weird because if you look at yourself and think right okay if someone wrote this about me i think it's it's easy to look at you know famous musicians and be like mm. oh you know they're just a famous musician they, they don't have feelings they don't have whatever but actually if you think if someone wrote all this about me like it's kind of creepy it's people creepy putting this shit. much thought into what i would do in that situation how i would react how i would interact with them how how i'd even get here would i rob a bank or shop or shoot someone's i don't i don't like what, what? and these things have had like thousands of views and likes and all that kind of shit so people are writing these things about about andy bursack being a rapist even though it has a disclaimer it's still there's been thousands of people getting off to that and it's to me that's wrong because if you're going to write a story about that write about andy rogers i don't know some random name but don't i don't know but that's the kick of it that is that is the like the thrill of it knowing that they're real people like they wouldn't do you think these people would just write about a random stranger in that situation surely the motivation for it is that they're this person and they can control them in a way which is creepy as shit so freaking creepy but that's their fantasy about that person but i don't think they'd write that about normal human beings personally i want to play devil's advocate like in my mind i'm like oh but some of them are harmless but then i think it's it's a double-edged sword because there's some that are just like genuinely nice happy like there's friend fan fiction where people are friends but everybody has to take it a step too far there's always that one person who's like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna create hamster porn with my favorite artist and it's like why what no one's gonna fuck a hamster yeah so there are um there's a few fan fictions i know it's outside of the music realm but dan and phil who were quite popular youtubers back in the day and now they're just kind of personalities on the internet they have the most messed up fan fictions there's one where i think dan shoves a hamster up phil's bum why no that's a thing that's a genuine that's a thing that is actually a thing so i think it's a i don't know if it's a rumor but that's how the pet shop boy's name come about because it was the joke on shoving the hamster it used to be a kink shoving a hamster up your asshole and then it it inside well no but people get off on it like men get off on it because the prostate's there i guess it's because it's like love eggs but it moves like yeah 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 oh, but so i think cool. there was a thing over facebook they were like that's how the pet shop boys i don't think it's true <laughs> but there was a, no i don't <sighs> think it's true but that there was like a whole conspiracy theory what thing on it, it like four years ago Doc, what if it gets stuck inside no, the hamster's got to die don't yeah, they, they do like, they get they panic i read something like this about rats and about how rats can eat your insides out <gasps> oh man that's just gross because they scurry and yeah kink for that oh no because they have big teeth they have big teeth hamsters well i'm just imagining now the the teeth going into your no i'm good i'm good i'm fidgeting i'm fidgeting people who can't see this i'm really fidgeting it's making me feel funny inside no but some of them are so weird dan and phil get it a lot i know uh my chemical romance get a lot of weird ones uh pierce the veil get a lot of weird ones sleep with sirens they have names where they kind of because i read that like that you get genres that create names so I read like Jalex which ah, was Jack yes. Barakat and Alex Gasgarth from All, All Time Low yeah yeah yes and then there's a there's a, there's one for uh, My Chem isn't there Gerard and Frank isn't it yeah yeah Gerard Fred but there's like a whole like there's whole threads like whole websites dedicated to this this is what I saw yesterday it's literally whole websites there's one for Good Charlotte as well which is really strange like you can submit your fan fiction and there's about 12 different categories and there's it's really serious it has to go into the right category it's really really strange i don't get it what's it called 
there's hang on let me find like what the they call it what's the name of is it, is sh- it shipping? Shipping. shipping shipping and one shipping, true yeah. pairing so shippings are when you ship two people together and your one true pairing is like the one ideal people you'd want to be together in like a movie or a show so say your one true pairing might be i don't know ross and phoebe from friends even though ross and rachel spoiler get together um spoiler spoiler in case you haven't seen it um but yeah shipping it's when you take two people who are either in a band or a movie or a tv show and you ship them together you want them to be together so i would ship myself with pizza because i love pizza (laughs) okay amazing right i want to tell you now about what i found i need to put my glasses on because professional i i have delved i've got sucked into such a hole with this that i i have genuinely screenshot it and put notes and really put down my thoughts and opinions and I it's changed my whole perspective on fan fiction okay so first of all I ended up going down the YouTube hole and finding this 13 year old girl talking about a hot topic and I was like no I should probably go to Google so (laughs) I ended up on Wattpad and if you don't know what Wattpad is it's basically a website and I quote an app for writers to publish new user-generated stories. It aims to create social communities around stories for both amateur and established writers. Right, I lived on Wattpad when I was 13. It's Did Wattpad, you? DeviantArt and uh, Fanfiction.net. Those are like the big fan culture websites and Tumblr. So Fanfiction.net came first and then DeviantArt is like where you create art and a lot of people create like oh, yeah, weird fan... One. Yeah, I remember that weird one. Weird fanfiction art. Mm. Wattpad and Tumblr aren't inherently like just apps for fan fiction it's just everybody makes fan fiction on there to me so i was like what what is this so i've proper delved into like yeah the, the backstory anyway i've come to a bring me the horizon fan fiction oh and it's called God. bite my tongue and in brackets ollie sykes fan fiction oh okay right. i wasn't sold on this i literally done some research for the podcast and then all of a sudden i just got sucked into this thing on Wattpad and I've been obsessed for 48 hours right so it starts off a girl called Anne right she's 23 her brother was the tour manager for Bring Me The Horizon and he had to take care of some business right oh, I business. love the elaborateness of this though it's like oh your Honey, brother just happens to be the tour manager for one of the most up. famous managers in the like oh, oh my, my brother's sister's cousin has this link it's like how, this isn't realistic go on anyway I love the fact that they also don't know about backstage and how it works they're like no, oh no, just no, he wait was, he was taking care of business <laughs> yeah. business oh, the like, bit about just... the sound is the best the bit about the okay, sound okay 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find the strength to open my eyes and somewhere somewhere else to sleep. I vaguely heard them talking about where to put me, but I hadn't distinguished their voices yet, so I didn't know who it was that was picking me up and laying me onto a bed. I rolled onto my side when I was put down fully and felt a blanket get thrown over me. I could tell the lights had been turned off. Then I felt someone else lay down next to me. My oh curiosity... Oh my God! <laughs> Why are the lights on if it's daytime? don't just don't there's so oh, much okay, inconsistency okay, right. in this this right. don't i've jotted it down and i've had to get over it because otherwise i'll be pointing out the okay. floors don't get me okay. started on the grammar but the <laughs> content is not bad right so my curiosity got the best of me and i slowly opened one eye and saw oliver's shaggy hair and tattooed body on the same <laughs> <bed to me. laughs> right, this shaggy bit. hair he's right. a fucking wrong jesus <laughs> his golden eyes were shut why put in that they're Wait, golden if they're no. shut right okay and why are they golden Right, don't be looking past the inconsistency. Is he jaundiced? Right, Right. (laughs) is he ill? Yeah, so. (laughs) 
His golden eyes were shut and they seemed almost as, as asleep as I was, even though she was looking at his eyes. We moved past it. I, I, clo- <laughs> I closed my eyes again and fell asleep pretty quickly, despite the fact that I was sharing a bed with a stranger in a place I'd never been before. Then why was, would you not get our care? Just don't. It was frustrating. I've read half the book, right? I was either very tired or I seriously trusted that boy in this bed that would protect me. I think I might just be really fucking tired. She then wakes up in the next chapter. There's a whole fucking chapter about her slumber, etc. Okay, so the next bit. <clears throat> okay. She ends up end up getting invited to a party with asking Alexandria's bed. Then, guys, we have a sex scene. This is why I have... Oh, oh my God. I have buckled Finally. so long, okay? <laughs> but underwhelming, but here we are. So I'm already prepping you guys that it's actually really underwhelming. I'm going to read you this okay, passage. Cool. They're at a party. Ben led me to one of the separate rooms in the suite that Asking Alexandria has somehow managed to get hold of so last minute. As soon as Ben shut the door, he kissed me, holding me close to him by my waist. I let hands rest on... <laughs> rest on his forearms I just went with it he didn't waste any time and neither did I he moved back <laughs> he moved me back a few steps and got me closer before I knew it I was against the wall with my shirt up and almost off oh. I let him <laughs> I let him take it off and he did the same to me and then dragged my nails fully down his exposed back is this in the middle of a party or what this is in a random party they're never in a room in a hotel there's no continuity and it really freaking bugs me okay it didn't take a lot for us to end up on the bed with even less clothing than before. I didn't care a whole lot about my hair or makeup or anything. I just wanted to forget about everything, so I did. I threw my shirt back on and tied my up my combat boots, trying to sneakily leave the hotel room. What? Have they had sex already? That's it. Ten chapters and you're telling me that is the sex scene from Asking Alexandria's Bed. Oh my god. Do they, do they nothing... think that's how kids are made? Like, he pulled up my shirt, touched my boobies, now I'm pregnant. There right. is nothing wrong with being a virgin. Why? But she's a virgin. Yeah, literally nothing wrong. So I put in caps, I've waited half this fucking book for sexy, juicy scenes and I was expecting penis sizes the lot, but I got this. I'm fucking pissed. This is my inner monologue, right? Next paragraph. Here we go. It's a few days after the shag with Ben. She's fuming. Ollie's asking why she's acting weird. Then he finds out. She asks, why are you acting weird? Ollie says, because he beat me to it. He then pulled me close to him, his hands on my neck, and he pulled me by the back of my head in and kissed me. It was harsh and rough and the opposite of romantic. It was nothing like kissing Ben. It was a different kind of feeling that I don't think I've ever encountered. The hopeless romantic in me wanted to believe it was love and it was a spark that everyone else felt with the person they were meant to be with forever. On the other hand, the realistic part of my brain knew it was just lust and the only reason he was kissing me was because he wanted to get laid and I was the only girl close by and now I had a reputation for being easy to get into bed with. But despite all of that it was easily the best kiss of my life shook this is all i've been waiting for anyway this is literally all i got up to because i was like i just wanted the sex or something with ollie then oh it cuts to the brother being back she walks into a hotel room ollie's there half naked that she refers as is there an us he goes oh you said you wanted to sleep with me and then just kiss me i just laughed I then looked at his face without being annoyed or nervous. And he said, well, what if I do want to sleep with you? And that's... Oh, do you know what? I'll tell you what's going to happen now. Because that was a lot. These fan fictions, I've I've gone through a lot of them. And what's going to end up happening is, yeah, they're going to have this back and forth, back and forth. And then he's going to confess that he's in love with her. That is how they always go. There is this obsession with, like, he put his hand on my face gently and looked into my eyes and told me, I am the one. Is all that I, kind of stuff. I was just waiting oh, for like a me. 
like a sex scene that was so filthy it was like yeah ollie sykes penis was this big as he rammed it into my ass or something you know that you want to you want to rail me like a train yeah. yeah yeah it was not like a hot dog down an alley it was like a pounding do you know what i mean like maybe get some kind of i don't know something that makes me think oh fuck i'm woken up but i literally have spent two days just got up to some kind of juicy so reading this and it, it let's face it it was a pile of shit but a lot of big famous people came from fan fiction that's the thing that shocked me when I was looking into it like what? how? how? so like Meg Cabot who wrote the Princess Diaries books that were later turned into the movies started on fa- fan fiction at age yeah. 11 she's now worth like 70 million pounds but that's kind of how she cut her teeth Okay. See, E.L. James, who um, wrote Fifty Shades of Grey, that was originally a Twilight fanfic. And that's why it was so shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's why it was bollocks. Please tell me Magic Mike was fanfiction as well, because that was also very shit. (laughs) It wasn't until the second one that it became good. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Yes. Twilight fanfiction as well oh see I don't get like the whole Harry Potter thing have you seen like the Harry Potter sketches and there's like Hermione with like her tits out and there's like a Harry Potter with like a raging stiffy and it's just they're <laughs> no. all like in their robes and stuff and they're like please oh, tell me they call hey. it his wand his wand yeah Harry he's, showed he's us magic his wand member. he's a wrecked wand yeah do you know what though like to be fair I do get some fan fiction so like apparently there was a lot of Harry Potter um, fan fiction writing in gay characters and um, black characters and things like that and I can can get that you know if you don't see yourself represented you write a world in which you are represented it's the sex stuff that gets me because I'm like you just need to get on Tinder or some shit just go and get laid and if you're underage Tinder's bad man Tinder's shit I kind of get it now but then how do you know what these like having sex with these people are like that's what really gets me I'm like how do you how do you know especially like with giving so that story gave so much character into Josh and Ben and Ollie and like we'll never know what they're like but how can you gauge what these people are like just from seeing them at concerts like I don't understand you stalk they They stalk stalk them them. like really Really? hard to know what they have for breakfast to like yeah it's it's like I used to have friends that are like were like that I don't know if they still are but they knew like every, every single thing probably more about them than what their partners did like it's crazy like, well Brendan Urie Brendan Urie had to put out a statement because he was getting so followed to hotels like I've interviewed him in a hotel before and outside it's just like there's actual websites where they all say oh my god Brendan Urie's gonna be staying at this hotel there's like fan yeah fan yeah. clubs and like fan groups and they have like these communities and they'll send where they are and they pin their locations and then they'll follow them around. It's like the whole like, One Direction thing was like the worst for that. It was crazy. They used to literally like even hack their phones, like crazy, crazy yeah. shit and find where they are and what their plans are, hack their calendars, get hold of their manager's calendars, try and befriend their friends to get in. It's mental. The worst Who has one I, the time? The worst one I saw was um, Eagles of Death Metal have the same thing. And it was all these like women in corsets and fishnets and stuff. And I'm like, Seriously? Have you ever seen the band? What, yeah. what are we thinking here? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's I, I just no. I don't I don't get it. I just don't know how you can be like I don't know how you can I don't know, say date someone and be like, hey babe, what you up to tonight? Just stalking a band outside their hotel, just waiting for them to come out because I know the locations and I'm currently hacked into the fucking mainframe. You like There's no way they date people. There's no way in fact no, I say that, that's a lie, because my friend, she's obsessed with Lady Gaga. Oh really? To that kind of stalky level, like she'll know where she is and blah blah. blah. Ob, 
obsessed. She's like well in her 20s, um, but she cries at Lady Gaga all the time and she's she works in a journalist job and she's terrified that one day she'll have to interview Lady Gaga because she knows she'll just break down. Me with Caleb Shomo, like fully. I just, wow, I can be a professional. Caleb Shomo, if you're listening to this, I'd love to talk to you about Crabcore. But I know inside I'd be like, oh my God, this man could literally run me over with a bus and I'd love him forever. My favourite, I want to surprise you with Caleb one day. Oh, I will cry. No, sure I will cry. Yes, I'm not even kidding. Yes, he probably yeah. knows who I am. I will literally burst into tears. I have the man tattooed on my body. I'll just be like, hello. <sighs> How are you? I love I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him do to this, put on Sophie. like a fake beard. And like, <gasps> yes, and then, can, oh, this is content as well. This is and such then just, content. <laughs> and then he should come <laughs> over. He should come over and pretend to insult Bertie. And be like, whoa. I You've just made fan them. fiction. Oh, yeah. Oh, <gasps> no! You just made no! fan fiction. <laughs> Do you know what? I'd love to be friends with his wife. Flair, Caleb Shomo came over to my house and he just started insulting Beartooth and I thought, who is this guy? And then I suddenly, got aroused. And then suddenly, <laughs> he took off his greyish, grizzly, crooked beard stared at me with his chiselled, chiselling, golden, beige Oh, God. Eyes. <laughs> I knew in that moment, as he breathed heavily with his furrowed brows, that this was disgusting. No, I'm kidding. You used hey. to so write fan fiction, Yasmin. I'm calling this now. Leave you so used to write this. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> do you want to know what fan fictions I wrote? Okay, because I did. I, wrote, I knew it. You wrote, wrote fan fiction. I wrote I called fan it. fiction. I called it. I called it. I wrote, listen, listen. This is this is it. So I wrote Doctor Who fan fiction. I love Doctor Who. No, she's Doctor great. Who? I might be into it. But I, I, wrote, I wrote lesbian Doctor Who fan fiction. Was it about Amy Pond or Billy the Billy no, Piper character? No, Who's no. it about? I, I just wrote lesbian Doctor Who fan fiction, um, and I just I don't know. I turned the doctors into men, into women, and I would pretend that they were women, and then I they would take me away. I wrote Sherlock fan fiction. I wrote Pierce the Veil fan fiction. I wrote all. Can we have some of these? Where is a future episode? Yeah. Can we read this as a future episode? Yeah, oh please let me. I probably deleted them, but you know what? I could make up some. Honestly, I'm no, I do. Find I have them. I have a Doctor Who one still on my folder. Oh my god. Can email. you please send that to us? And I think we have to read that one day. We have to. I can't to. believe I brought that up. Sorry, to. you've unlocked a memory in my mind. Yeah, I did. I I did when I was like 13 and it was just as like a, I was lonely. I was horny. I was like, I wonder what would happen if this grown man slept with me. Oh. <laughs> it's not much. It's me that the, it really scares me that 13 year olds get horny. Yeah, they do. They like, are ragingly horny. There needs, there needs to be a rule against that. I don't know. They need to be injected with something or something. <laughs> And like just to take that away, like drug these little shits color. up. Yeah. Drug the little shits up. I don't know. Give them ketamine or something. Makes it worse <laughs> until, until until they're twenty one. Well, now, so. give them cocaine. I've never taken drugs, by the way. But I it's not going to help, Sophie. No, that no, won't help not, them. It's going to it's going to make them worse. Yeah. I once tried to sleep with someone who was on cocaine. It was like trying to bring a dead fish to life. That really won't work. Yeah. yeah. The penis does not does not work. There you go. Just raise little cokeheads. It is like ramming probably the, like ramming the gerbil, trying to ram the gerbil into the arsehole. Like we spoke Thumbing about. Thumbing a softie in. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like it's like compact. It's like trying to ram like fold a sandwich up and just fist it. Yeah. No. It's oh. like trying to put your finger inside of a, a sausage roll. You know what I mean? Like, it's just all squishy and disgusting. Wait, what are we uh. talking about right now? The penis? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or the like, vagina? What's the sausage roll? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, it's limp genitals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, I don't even, you're like, I don't even know anymore. I've I just gone know. in a fan fiction, tr- a fan fiction world of Red Bull and monster energy drink. 
<laughs> I bet you know what that's what I want to do I want to write a fan fiction about Red Bull and Monster and their unattainable love based on Romeo and Juliet where they can never be together but how, they deserve to be together how would a, well. a monster and a Red Bull how would how would they be embodied how would that what they look like as people if Monster and Red Bull well, were a person you could obviously talk about them mixing their juices yeah there's Ooh. so many puns there uh, the bars as well you could say bars that's a good one um, mm. there's so I feel like there's a lot I feel like there's a lot you could do you you could unwrap their packaging. I so you're on I, it already. I slowly licked the the palm of of his his neon monster logo. Oh. His his green juice dripped Ooh. down the side of yeah. my Red Bull can. Oh, I felt electrified. Yeah. I felt mm. oh god, mm-hmm. you don't even want to know. Yeah, something yeah. like that. All Red right. Bull, please don't sue me. Uh. <laughs> all right, all right. This is a thing. This is a thing. This is a thing. I'm gonna. Yeah, this is it. Me and me and Red Bull and Monster. I, I ship it. I should. That that's my one true pairing. That that is what happens inside of my stomach. I'm so disturbed by all of this. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I I think there's a world on the internet that I just never tapped into. You shouldn't. I tap think into I it. I just literally use Google Maps. Like that was always. I just <laughs> used Google Maps and I searched to see if my favorite takeout was open. This whole shit. It's a world I don't understand. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know how far it went. I just thought it was people like me, like just looking out the window, just thinking of these random things and writing them down. But there's like whole backstories and psychotic oh, yeah. research. And I just and the, yeah, I don't get it. The thing that got me is like um, I found a, a quote here. So it, it said um, basically it's not all about romance, and a lot of it is more fantastical so there's like one that somebody wrote about my chemical romance hanging out with unicorns or turning into ducks like what? so it literally what? goes really weird it's not all sex because i thought it was all just like 13 year old girls like getting themselves off yeah, i thought it was like yeah, yeah. And boon for yeah for, for for modern day kids but no it's weird for mine so i when i was searching for fan fix i knew there was weird ones out there and they have a few ones they have like a kellic fan fix um which is kellen quinn of sleeping with sirens and vic fuentes of pierce Vale. and i found one with austin knight of water parks he mapped his fingers out across his skin eyes stitching together every little dent and scratch on otherwise flawless creature laid out before him he felt a glow upon his skin and he thought he could not see it he knew there was a soft pink blush now blotting his fair skin like ink upon a new page. They really like his skin. So the metallic sheen on his this glorious creature was undeniably alluring and he could feel himself grow weak as the two laid sprawled across their satire kingdom. Pillows were like walls no, walls of the castle keeping them safe from harm as they lay. What the fuck are they talking about? Wait, what, what are they? Tangled in the sheets. You are gotta they talking wait, about? guys, you okay, gotta wait. Fan fiction don't Right, go on. A coy smile spread across his lips, then painting an unmistakable look across his whole face. One of intense pleasure, a desire to be combined as one. No longer separated from his bodily confinements, he longed to connect himself, to be like other in the, other constellations in the night sky. Oh god, this goes on. He dared not say his name. He dared. Instead, he only caressed his side. He remained silent through all of this. He enjoyed the sensation of the cold, grey skin. He could feel it (laughs) rising inside of him and threatening to burst out. He knew he could no longer hold back. 
His tongue gently wet his pink lips. He leaned over, deciding to playfully lick at the other. Perhaps this would arouse him? Alas, I love that, alas, no. No matter how hard he tried, he could not make the other move or speak. Not as much as a playful squeak was evoked in the other his, he gently grazed his tongue over his hard gray skin and pecked at the top of his head with his lips. So, so far, we don't know that it's a toaster. It sounds like he's sucking his gray knob off. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like he's literally about to give himself head. Are you ready for this? Freeing them both from their prison of sheets, he looked down longingly at his own hard member. I hate that word. I hate that word. Member. Member. Let me fight you with my member. He could feel his stomach churning at the thought of what he was about to do, but he must do it if only for him. He felt the cold body next to him grow warm, seemingly, as he thought about it. And Austin knew he was ready he watched as the body began to slowly glow with light and warmth his slots ready to be filled with all that submissive he could ever be gently he laid a finger upon his now glowing partner refusing to wince at the pain of his freshly burnt fingers you ready he slid his (laughs) he slid himself into the slot as far as he possibly could. Screams and moans of intense pleasure and pain blending into one as they leaked out of his tired vocal cords. Tired vocal cords, ladies. Sweat beads dotted on his forehead. Tears, blurred, so basically it's getting fucking intense. Blurred, his vision already failing. But he now, no, he was now one with his true love. His legs began to shape and his lips quivered. His screams reduced to pain whimpers and long moans. He wanted to burn like a sinner in hell. And by God, he would. Then came the moment, just as soon as he entered, it seemed, where his love was ready, bracing his hips. (laughs) This is too much. Bracing, oh, you fucking wait. Bracing his hips, he felt... He felt himself released from the grips of his love with the satisfying ding. Oh, stop it. Oh, my God. <laughs> the satin sheets were stained with blood and cum, and though oh. he had been knocked out by his all, his love remained the same, unfeeling, unmoving, ultimately silent. He had been mutilated and shamed, and his lover dare not move to comfort him, for a toaster could never love a man the way a man loves a toaster. What the fuck? How did you get the idea? What? How would Why you is think? He, what? Huh? So he fucked a toaster and it burnt his knob and he was just covered in blood and cum. Oh my god, that's and sick. he that's... was enjoying it and he was oh. and the grey and the grey member I'm assuming is him going into the toaster. Yes. Or is his dick great? Right, okay, I've got you. Right, interesting. Even Ted Bundy stories aren't that dark. I listened to like serial killer podcasts, that was dark. It was that, so it? descriptive as well. So like. descriptive. That's so. That I think that's the first one we've had where somebody was actually over twenty. Yeah, yeah, that, and that was weird. That was weird, and he was over twenty. Yeah, but wait, this wait, person, wait. Who was over twenty? Right. The the writers are he. No, sorry, Austin Knight. The subject of it is over twenty. So Do that's we, the first time. Yeah, Do, I think that's the first one where we've had someone who isn't a virgin. I mean, the writer was definitely a virgin, but I think it was satire because he obviously reads them on his his own show. 
but I don't... Is this a man or a woman that wrote this? Do we know the background of who wrote this? No, it doesn't say. That upset me. I don't like it. It says, oh, hold on. I think it's a... I think it's a dude. But either way, like, there's so much to... There's so much to unravel. Just... You don't even realise it's a toaster until the end. That's what I love. It's smart. It How knows. small is his dick, though? That's it. There's nothing about dick sizes. For some people, someone to fantasise about fucking a toaster. There's nothing about the, the simple things you need, like the description of his penis. Doesn't sound big. It is. Doesn't sound thick. It is. We need to know. But I can't it, even uh, fit half a, uh, a, a. What are they called? I can't even fit half a bagel in a toaster. And you're trying to tell me a man put his penis in there. Or then, if he did, it's like the foreskin ripped back out of the oh, toaster. Jesus. This is what you need to know. But then, then also, like, how do you do? You have to flatten it and then put it in, or See, do you that's like? That's good reading. That's laughable reading. He squished his knob down to the size of a bagel and rammed it into that. That's funny. That's got that's got content. That's got a story. That's descriptive. Nothing about this gold or grey, whatever colour his toaster friend was. Like, why are we? Why do we need to know this? I'm so disturbed. Is that your last one? That, I think, the other ones I've got are just on the same level as disturbing. Give us an overview, like, what are the, what's the topic of the others? Okay, so there's the chair thick, um, which is where, thick, the chair thick, I'm pretty sure that's either Dan and Phil, or there's the milk thick as well. A lot of them are Dan and Phil, that's, uh, Dan and Phil? Dan and Phil are YouTubers and um, now they're personalities. okay. okay. But I found them because they have the weirdest fix. They've either got the chair thick or the milk thick. So the, well, the milk thick, I'm pretty sure, is where they, they get a tube, put it up the other one's arse and film them with milk. The chair thick is where they, like, embed their skin on a chair, I think. And the hamster thick is definitely them because it's where they just straight up in there. This is so gross. It's this is so weird. So weird. So this is what goes through teenagers' minds. And I feel like, like, I, f- I feel like as kids parents focus on like men as they should do and they go teenage boys are trouble teenage boys are trouble but they also treat little girls like sugar wouldn't melt no butter wouldn't melt um, <laughs> and I feel like sometimes you need this makes you rest you've got to also discipline your little girls because they're horny yeah. like shits as well oh yeah I was so horny at like 14. I don't even know why. I was just like, I just want to hump something. How to do it? I don't know. But would I write a fanfic? I don't know. Probably not. But yeah, girls girls are horny as fuck as well. But this is how they get it out there. They write fanfics. And I'm not sure if that's a healthy thing because they're getting it out somewhere. Yeah. But then it's also at the expense of band members. Some of them are quite funny though. Like the really graphic ones can't be taken seriously. They've got to be satire because I, I would love to see a person who genuinely likes to shove a hamster up their ass. They're, they're out there. They they're are out there. there. They are Google it. No, don't. It's just no. You'll but get out specifics. You'll yeah. get you'll get hamster ads in future, so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was really disturbing, but interesting. So we've learned about fan fiction. I'm guessing this is probably something we will revisit, I can imagine. Yeah. I'll read you my fanfics. Oh, yeah, I need to hear Yasmin's. Yeah, absolutely. So that's it for this week. If you want to give us a follow, it's at WeWearBlackPod over on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at IamSophieK. I'm at Alex Holcomb on Instagram and on Twitter. I'm at Yasmin Suman on everything, including TikTok. And my words of wisdom for this week are love isn't real. <laughs> love is fake. It's not yeah. real. What they tell you is love is not real. 
my words of wisdom are going to be if you're going to write a fanfic you might as well go hard or go home if you're going to do hard like that's what the toaster sex. said yeah like this <laughs> but if you're going to write a sex fic I don't want to he gently unbuttoned like no we got a raw dog I want to know penis sizes I want to yeah. know if it was mm-hmm. like if it was girthy you yeah. know like ladies yeah. don't hold back yeah. these aren't ladies they're little girls no they're, they're, they're never mind yeah, I children like- I like Don't their PG thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh, I can't. My words of wisdom are going to be: banned men are not nice, so stop fantasizing about them being kind with swippy hair and oh, they're so kind and they're going to hold me and love me. No, honey, they're not. Let's stop fantasizing about that right <laughs> That's now. Not That's the works. hard reality. That's not there. how That's the no. world works. I'm you afraid. You just spoke some dark truths and it's coming from experience okay guys they're not nice (laughs) that's um, that's some truth that is some truth bombs yeah ending the podcast on a negative that is the truth you were listening to on Wednesdays we wear black please like rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do special thanks goes out to the heavy network the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams see you next week